Yo, it's Randy, and welcome to Hustling Push-Ups, a show about setting and achieving impossible goals. Today, I have a very, very special guest on the show, Mr. Wes Simon. Wes is a fitness enthusiast, bodybuilder, trainer, nutritionist, coach, and gym owner, and somebody that I reached out to about seven years ago and has become a pretty influential part of my bodybuilding career. So without further ado, let's get this party started. Wes, you there? Yes, sir. What's up, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good, brother. I'm uh, excited to be on the show. Man, I... I couldn't. I could not have this platform without being able to chat with you. Let's uh, let's kind of let everybody know how we uh, how we met. <laughs> yeah, man. I, uh, I I first I first met you back in 2013. Uh, I was doing the Panhandle Showdown in Florida, in Pensacola, Florida, which is your hometown, and uh, I won the the heavyweight class. Uh, and uh, I was actually doing it in honor of a friend that passed away uh that that did the show with me the year before so it was kind of a special moment that i won and and i got to meet you and it's kind of cool cool deal because i you know lost one friend but ended up making another one out of it so it's a good deal oh man i see i didn't even know i didn't even know all of that and and yeah man that's crazy it was a crazy deal man yeah and to everybody out there listening um to give you a little backstory about me the panhandle showdown was actually my first show and I met Wes backstage and we kind of hit it off and it was good for me to be able to have somebody to be able to chat with because everybody who was there for me had kind of backed off and turned on me a little bit. My coach at the time um, realized that I was turning out better than he expected <laughs> and we were in the same class. I think he took third and I took fifth behind Wes in uh, in the heavyweight class and what was supposed to be a good relationship ended up being kind of confrontational and it was just good to have somebody to be able to sit and chat with and ask questions because, you know, Wes had done plenty of shows and it was my first show. So to you, my, my friend, I just want to say thank you because you really helped me out a lot and helped me to kind of want to continue to do this bodybuilding thing and fitness thing. So I appreciate that. Yeah, man, it's my pleasure. I, I, uh, I like meeting people in, that that have similar interests. So it's, it's, it was my pleasure as well. Yeah, man. So l- let's go into uh, what got you started in fitness. Yeah, well, uh, I, I uh, you know I, I turned sixteen and I uh, I got a job at at the local Outback. I'm from Texas, and uh, shout out to Texas. Yeah, right. And uh, I uh, ended up working as a busboy for about two weeks and I hated it. The, the, the general manager was, was mean. He wouldn't let me eat when I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> That's important, <laughs> right? <laughs> at the time I, I was playing football and I was, yeah, my, my meals were super important. So, uh, I, uh, you know, I, I worked there for about two weeks and realized really quickly I, I hated it and I quit. And the next day I, I went and, uh, got a job at the gym that I was working out at with some of the football guys and uh, ended up loving it. I, I was a cowboy at first and I ended up getting certified and became a trainer and realized really quickly that I, you know, I, I loved being able to meet people and talk to people and, and get different perspectives. And 
and uh, be a part of, of something that was so positive. It helped so many people. So I fell in love right away and knew, knew that I wanted to own a gym one day. Okay, I see. So when you started in the gym, did you start as a trainer or what did you end up doing first? I started as the lowest man on the totem pole. I uh, was uh, the towel boy. <laughs> was, okay, I, I see. I was wiping, wiping down the equipment and, and washing the dirty towels and just basically doing anything that the management or front desk needed. Okay, I see. So you started from the bottom and then oh, yeah. ended up becoming a trainer. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, after after about a after about three or four months, I ended up getting uh getting completing my certification and uh you know one of my first of many, and then uh, ended up uh, getting uh, a job as as you know a trainer, on staff trainer, and uh, was helping like new members with comp- complimentary sessions and and uh, just discovered really quickly the passion I had for it and and really took it to the next level. Okay. And, and for everybody listening, like those complimentary sessions and gym tours is pretty protocol for how people start in inside of a gym in the fitness industry. And it takes a while for somebody to kind of develop their personality, develop their style to where they become those sought out, sought after trainers. You know, I've gone through that myself and I'm sure Wes can tell you that even though that part is fun at first. <laughs> it's not the ideal way to get started in the fitness industry. Yeah, not not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gyms don't want to pay, man. And, you know, um, it, it's good. And it's good to do it young while you're passionate. But as you and I both know, as we get older, we need to, we need to get paid more because we know more, you know? Yep. Amen to that. Yeah. So leading up to you becoming a gym owner, and I want to get to that, like in between, did you see your, your clientele grow because of your passion for, for, for doing um, personal training? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I, uh, yeah, definitely. I, I was, uh, there was a local bodybuilding gym up in Connor, Texas uh, called Fit Gym. It's no longer there. And uh, there's a, there's about four guys in there, four trainers in there that were older guys that, that were really influential and helped me a lot. Uh, and I'm, I'm actually friends with a couple of them still today, which is great. Uh, I actually bought a, a chest press from one of my, one of those guys last, last week and, uh, put it in my, my new gym that we opened up. And, uh, yeah, they, they uh, the, the particular guy, Mike, Mike Smith, who ended up, uh, telling me that bench press, he, he uh, recognized really quickly because I, I was, you know, I worked my, when I started working there, I, I became, I was really good at football and ended up becoming, uh, you know, uh, the middle linebacker at the high school uh, pretty quickly. You know, and then my freshman year, they moved me up to varsity, sophomore year. And, uh, you know, I, I ended up uh, loving, loving uh, working out. And after my football career ended, Mike, Suggested I do a bodybuilding show, and oh, I'd, I I'd seen a lot of yeah, I'd, I'd seen a lot of people who who had done it. I had a good friend of mine that that was trying to do it. He never had the the I guess the discipline to be able to to complete it. He'd always back out the last few weeks, 
and Mike was like, you should try this. And I, I'm the type of person where I, I like to, I put my mind to something to do something. I'm going to, I'm going to give it everything I got. So, uh, I, he tied me into doing it. I, I, I did my first show at 20. Uh, I actually won, uh, back then, this was in 2004. Uh, I did a show in San Antonio called the Lackland Classic. And back then you had to win the novice in order to advance to the open. Which oh was, yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So now, nowadays it's, uh, not, the, not that way. Now you can enter a show if you've never done a show before and you can do any category, any, any division you'd like. Uh, but back then you had, in order to be to compete in the open, you had to win the novice first, which was kind of interesting. Yes. So I, I, I won, I won a novice class. And then the next week, uh, I went and did the John Sherman classic at the U of H phone auditorium and got third at the, in the open. And I was like, Oh man, this is, this is great. You know, I, I'm first year competing and I'm already advanced to open. And then the very next year, I said, we're going to change the rules and anybody can do open. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've benefited so from that, that, so I can't be too mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it, you know, it was pretty funny because, yeah, I thought I was special. And then, then the change was like, oh, man, <laughs> taking my wind out of my sails. <laughs> nah, it's all good, though. But well, that's a testament to how not only good you are. I mean, because in order to do bodybuilding, you got to have a certain set of genetics. Everybody can't do it. But Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. For you to be able to dial in and focus like that, to be able to be considered amongst the guys who have been doing this for years. And what a lot of people don't know about bodybuilding is like, you see the same guys at the same shows year in and year out because they're still trying to chase that trophy or chase that sword or ring or whatever, you know, the gift is. And ultimately it's a pro card, but for you to be able to walk in as a novice and compete with the big boys is, is epic, man, especially that young. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was an interesting experience because uh, what's funny is my buddy Mike I was telling you about, he that he was my coach for for, uh, for that first show, and uh, I, I went to the weigh-in, and I was trying to, for the novice, I want to say the cutoff was like 187, and I was guiding down from about 225, 230, so I was playing when I played football, and uh, I got down to like 191 and that was just, that was it. My body was not losing any more weight. No mice, no mice. <laughs> no, no mice. <laughs> so yeah, I, I ended up weighing in four pounds heavier than I was playing. And I was like, oh man, I'm going to be in a heavyweight instead of a middleweight. And the guy that I ended up beating that was stuck, got second place was a massive dude. He weighed about 240. So he got weighing by about 50 pounds, Jeez. my height. Yeah, massive guy, but he wasn't, he wasn't as conditioned. He had a lot of muscle, but was not conditioned. And I was very well conditioned. And I, yeah. I, I ended up getting the edge. According to the judges, they gave me the edge, which was, was cool. Man, that's, that's so, crazy, man. So how many, how many bodybuilding shows have you done, man? Uh, I, I've done more than 20. I won't say it's about 25 or so. Jeez. Yeah, I've done, done quite a few. I, I did them all through my 20s. Uh, I, would, I would Typically, the way I would do it is I would, I would die down for a contest and do two or three uh, right uh, that year. Yeah, that way, you know, you're already in shape, might as well. Mm-hmm. Ride the wave, as you say. But yeah, I, I, you know, I, I ended up uh, doing some, some pro qualifiers and 
you know, when I was competing, they, they had they didn't have the classic physique division yet. Yeah, man. And uh, yeah, now they have it. And that that's that's actually perfect for me because you know, being I'm about five eleven, and uh, being my height, whenever you whenever I go to like the pro qual pro qualifier, like the last one I went to was the North American in Pittsburgh. Uh, the uh, the guys that were winning the class were five six, five five. Weighing what I weigh, so and in great shape. No doubt. So yeah. you know, yeah, I'm, you know, uphill battle there. Uh, but yeah, since since then, I, I you know I've I've opened uh, two gyms. I sold my shares to the last one uh, last year. I started it in 2015. It's called the Gym, and then I opened uh, Oak Fitness this past January. And uh, you know, I, I I'll probably compete again one day, but for now, I'm I'm really focused on making sure that the business is you know, healthy and surviving and they're you know, doing well, especially with this whole COVID-19 pandemic. So, Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. That, and, and that's a perfect transition to the next question I was going to ask is like, what made you make that decision to open a gym? Well, yeah, I would say it has, it has to go back to whenever I was 16, I started working in the gym. I got certified and, and I, I realized, uh, yeah, I realize it's how complex uh, being a coach is. You know, you're, you're not just you're not just counting reps for someone. You're, you know, you're, you're their therapist as well as their friends, as well as their, you know, their their coach, obviously. And you know, if you get the education like I've, I've done, you become a nutritionist, and uh, you know, you really become a life coach for for people. And it's it's a really powerful, uh, powerful honorable thing to do for a lot of people and, and you can become friends with some really influential people that that uh you know you, be, you become their mentor almost and it's uh it's a great it's a great feeling to have whenever you know you you know that you've helped someone that that needed it man i'll tell you what you just said an absolute mouthful dude um yeah <laughs> so many people think that people like us just count and tell you to do push-ups and all of that stuff, you know, but the impact that someone like you can have on someone's life. And the the, the thing that I like about this is that just me girl, Randy, or, you know, I can't say that about you, you know, you're (laughs) world-class. Yeah, whatever, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) I need to show some more credit, brother. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, you could have clients that are soccer moms or fortune 500 company CEOs or whatever, because they don't have that knowledge that you've acquired over all of this time. Yeah. Yeah, man. So that, you know, to everybody out there listening, you know, some people may be my clients. Some people may be other trainers or whatever. Don't ever, don't ever minimize the impact that, a coach of any type, especially somebody fitness related can have on your life just because it's more than just telling people to do push-ups. Trust me. <laughs> oh yeah. So you hit another key point, man. Um, COVID-19. We're in the middle of that right now. Yeah. Let me think of it. How is that impacting you uh, from a business standpoint? Uh, great question. Uh, so we, we opened uh, Oak Fitness uh, January 18th of this year. Uh, it's a unique situation compared to the, the gym. We can get into that 
more detail a little bit later, I guess. But but the, with the COVID, it you know it's, the timing's really uh, interesting because you know with the infant business, uh, the first <laughs> the first year, I want to say about half of the businesses fail. Yeah, you know, and it's, uh, it's a really scary thing. Uh, but just like a bodybuilding show, as you know, and I know too, like you do one, there's lumps and you know bruises along the way. You learn, you grow, and and you figure out how to perfect the uh, the the system or perfect the 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 outcome that you'd like. And uh, with with COVID nineteen uh, in, in Texas, they you know they forced us to shut down the gym i believe on march 21st yep. so uh you know traditionally with my last business uh we had a a landlord that was wine garden realty and right, the listeners aren't familiar with them they're a very big very very big uh landlord they have property all over the country uh they started as a grocery store uh but they for example, in River Oaks uh, in Houston, which is where I'm from, they just built a 30-story high-rise. Uh, and, I mean, they, they're, they're, they're a very, very, very powerful landlord. And they have a reputation for not really caring about small business or, you know, if you're a mom-and-pop shop, they just want their, their money. They got their contract, and, you know, they're going to honor that contract no matter what's going on. So. Yeah. I'm fortunate to have gotten out of that situation, which was my last business was there were our landlord with a new business. Uh, my business partner, uh, Mark Beerig, who's an incredible person. I'm so fortunate to, uh, become friends with him and partners with him. Uh, and him and I teamed up and, uh, he bought a building. Uh, he has, uh, he, he actually designed Jason Kidd, the Hall of Fame basketball player's house in Scottsdale, Arizona. He's, he's, you know, him and his wife are very successful. His wife uh, is high up for uh, oil and gas company, and they're, they've been a tremendous help to us. They, they bought this building, and they're the landlord for Oak Fitness, and you know they're also our partners. So you know, my wife and I, are, yeah, my wife and I are majority owners of, of the business of Fitness, and uh, you know they're the landlord and and our partners. So it's it's great having uh, them in a corner with this COVID uh, situation happening because, you know, unlike, unlike a bigger landlord, they, they were able to give us half rent for the few months that we, you know, were doing the COVID and we actually applied and recently got, I think the, the money just hit our account today for the PPP loan that we uh, applied for, which was, uh, you know, for small business, put through the government to yeah. stimulate the help small businesses, which has been great. So it's it's been a weird, a weird, uh, weird thing. I've you know I've been in this industry for a long time, and I've never, I mean, I, we've never seen anything like this. You know, and I have clients that are seventy years old, and they've never seen anything like this. So this is all uncharted waters. And yeah. uh, the 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 COVID uh, the, the COVID uh, scares you know, a lot of people aren't sure when we'll be able to go back to work. But Governor Abbott here in Texas. I uh, just made an announcement this past Tuesday that gyms will be able to open up uh, on May 18th, which is a Monday. So we're going to open up for that. And we're, you know, we're, we're, we ordered uh, some face masks and uh, we're, we got more gym wipes and we're just trying to 
you know, be as safe as we can while being allowed to open. So, yeah, you know, the thing about situation. this business and, and what you do, man, I, I got to give you kudos because, you know, just kind of listening to all of my fellow meathead friends on social media, everybody's not a meathead, but it's just fun to say. Um, oh, I know, yeah. <laughs> you know, for people like us, the gym is therapy, man. And, you know, you can do so totally. much at home and you can do this and you can do that. But like literally the drive to the gym and getting in there and, you know, finding your equipment and doing everything you need to do. That's where a lot of people settle their problems or come up with good ideas or anything. So mental health. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as of late, I've been kind of a mental health advocate, you know, the past couple of years I've been dealing with the hurricane, you know, and it almost broke me. But the thing that kept me from being broken was being able to work out, you know, my spirituality too, but you know, physically gym, you know, (laughs) yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, you know, body, mind and soul, you know, it's a a big deal. Yeah, man. Yeah, no doubt. So you had one gym called the gym, very creative. It was actually, it's funny, I know, right? <laughs> What's funny is I, I'm, I'm a big acronym guy. So the LLC that we uh, created for that, that business was actually called Get Your Motivation, Love which it. is an acronym for gym. So we just, we got a DBA for the gym. So <laughs> I, I love it, man. That's dope. Yeah, that is so yeah. dope. Yep. Trying to be clever, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's super clever. And, you know, I, I said it jokingly, you know, that was one of those secret questions I had for you. <laughs> but that's that's pretty cool that you know you found the right words that apply to going to the gym and they spell out gym how wild is that <laughs> yeah well you know ever since i've you know worked out or, or talked to anybody and it's like hey where are you going they're like oh, i'm going to the gym so and i was like man that's, that's kind of cool it's a good conversation starter because if someone asks what gym do you work out? They go, I work out at the gym. Like, oh, which one? Like, no, no, no. No, the gym. I work, work out at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. You cornered the market, man. That's dope. Yeah, that is dope. Yeah, yeah. So what what, what made the transition from gym to Oak Fitness? Uh, well, I, uh, I had a, a business partner uh, that him and I didn't see eye to eye. And, mm, uh, imagine that. <laughs> yeah. It, lesson learned I, I I thought that we were good friends and I thought that we were uh, you know more than more than partners and you get into business and things are happening and you're, I ended up realizing that I would be better off you know doing something else so I ended up uh, getting I was a minority owner of, of that business and uh, you know, I'm doing this you know obviously for to help people but I, you know, of course I'm doing this for my, my wife my kids and, uh, you know, trying to, to create something greater than me. And, and whenever I realized that as a minority owner, uh, that was in jeopardy, I, I had to, to figure out a way to where I could become a majority owner. So I ended up selling my shares this past year and walked away. And, and that business is still actually in business as far as I know. But, uh, yeah, I, I, this past January I opened up Oak and it's a dream come true. Okay. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah. So since you own a gym, is that where you're um, keeping yourself in shape right now? Yeah. Yeah. Funny story. I, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was at, at the gym. Uh, cause it's 
you know, it's a small, it's a 6,000 square foot building with a fence around it. So, you know, we're not open for business. I'm trying to be mindful of, you know, social distancing and being safe. And, uh, my, my wife and I went there working out and someone called us fire marshal. Couldn't believe it. And they, oh, fire marshal showed up and asked if we were open. I was like, no, sir, we're not. Uh, we're just, I'm one of the owners and, and we're here working out and they ended up leaving. But yeah, I, I, uh, I'm fortunate enough to work owning a gym. I have access to it. You know, the fire marshal said, yeah, you work more, more than within your right to be able to work out here. So I understand that, I, you know, I'm super fortunate to be able to have, have that while everybody else is having to struggle with home workouts and going to the park. Well, I mean, that, that's a blessing, man. And, and you know, it, it comes, it comes with the territory. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. if, you, if you, if you got it, why not use it? And, uh, totally. To that person who called a fire marshal, if you're listening to this show, <laughs> snitches get stitches, man. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, hey, I'm, I'm with you on that, bro. I couldn't believe it, man. I was like, you serious? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, I could see if you were having a parade or if you had 15 people in there, but, you know, jeez, right. <laughs> man. And, yeah, no, I, I I couldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah. Some people just... You know, and, and I'm all well, for social distancing, but geez, man. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, and I get it, man. I, trying to trying to put myself in other people's shoes, it's like, you know, this situation with COVID-19, uh, it creates a lot of anxiety for a lot of different reasons for a lot of different people. And, you know, the person that, that did call, I, I don't know their story or, or why, but, you know, I'm sure in their mind they had a good reason for doing it. So, I, you know, I, I, I get it. I'm just... One of the things I've, I've been trying to, to preach to, to my people and to, to myself with my you know, self-talk is it's real trendy right now to, to fight with people on social media and to, to get mad at people. But you know, everybody's, everybody's struggling right now. We got to try to you know, keep the peace if we can and, and try to be kind and, and, and not, not just flip out like you know, we tend to want to do because yeah, uh, everybody's, you know, lift each other everybody's struggling. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. We got to lift each other up, man. And, you know, to you, man, even though we don't talk all of the time, I definitely have been following you, obviously. You know, I, I know what you've been up to. And, yeah. And, and, and same here, bro. With and, you. And I, I just want to say that um, it's a real inspiration. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show, not just personally because of our encounter and how we met, but just to show folks that I've got a guy on the line right now who started off as a towel boy in a gym and now has owned two gyms. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. It is literally started from the bottom. Now you're here. <laughs> yep. Drake. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, don't, don't say it too loud, man. I can't pay Drake. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. So, Jeez, man, what what an incredible what an incredible story, dude! Um, going forward, are you looking at possibly including any type of digital or online stuff to what you offer at Oak Fitness? Uh, yeah, it's you know it, it, we've we've talked a lot uh, as a team. We've talked a lot about a lot of different ideas, and being being so uh, so young, such a young uh, business. That, you know, we, the plan is when we opened, we got permission by the city to be able to open up. And the building is about 6,000 square feet total inside. Yep. And 
we opened up a third of it to start and we're actually building out the other two thirds of the building. Uh, so as of right now, we're, we're, we're hoping to have that completed by uh, June or July for the rest of the build out. Okay. So there's just a lot, a lot going on that we've been juggling with that. Uh, we, you know, we, we, we did a couple of, uh, uh, yoga videos, uh, to, and, and put it on like our, our, uh, you know, uh, Instagram live and, and all of that. And then we did, uh, we're doing, uh, you know, like one of the things I've been doing is that aside from the whole fitness industry is I recognize small businesses. Yeah. So and so important in the in, in the United States and, and you know it's a lot of a lot of good friends that I have you know are small business owners like including yourself you know and, yes, sir. and uh, yes sir it's it's really really important that you know we all kind of pull together during this time and so one of the things that we've been doing with our, our Instagram page on Oak Fitness is we've been shouting out all the the local businesses around town that we know of and uh, trying to get them some recognition. Uh, through that as well. And that's been really, uh, I could tell really impactful with the, the community around, but, uh, with, with the, the working out and the, you know, the digital stuff, like I've seen a lot of people doing, uh, FaceTime and Zoom and stuff like that. We honestly, I haven't been doing a whole lot of that because we've been juggling, uh, with the construction and everything like that. So not to say that we won't in the future though. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, I asked that question just because, you know, a lot of people have, and, I'm mixed in in how I feel about it. A part of it is good. Me as well, yeah. Because people need it. You know, some people just need to be able to show up somewhere and do something. But another part of it is, you know, some of it's kind of predatory too. Not as you and I both know, not every trainer is a good trainer. You know, yep. so if yep. you ain't good in person, you ain't gonna be good online either. You know, <laughs> unfortunately, you're right. Yeah, yeah, and and, and um. So the reason I asked was just to see if, if that's something that you guys would pursue in the future or um, we're looking at doing. And if you need help with that, I know a guy, you know, it's me. Yeah, it's, it's, a, great, <laughs> it's, it's a great, it's a great, it's a great question because, you know, with this, this whole pandemic, you know, this is, uh, it's, it's uncharted waters it and is. yeah, a, a lot of people, are, you know, what, what's going to be normal after this? We don't know. So I, I, I'm trying to keep an open mind to, to, everything but you know we'll, we'll i guess we'll know uh in a few months in a few years how this is going to affect society and how it'll affect the fitness industry moving forward you know it's a great question to ask yeah and one thing about you man is i know that whatever whatever the trend is or whatever we go to that you'll be on top of it just because of you know the way you 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 pursue everything else that you do you know I appreciate it, Randy. Yeah. Yeah. Too easy, man. And then, you know, the the good thing about what you said is having other friends who are small business owners, you got people to help you fill yep. in the gaps too, you know, and I'm one of them. If you need anything digitally, that's my thing. So I got you. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I appreciate it. No Greatly doubt, appreciate man. it. No doubt. You let me work out in your gym. Maybe I'll come across stuff for you. <laughs> Not right now. I'd love, I'd love, Not right now. I'd love to. I'd love to see you in there, brother. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll have to make a trip out there for sure. Uh, and I've been wanting to yeah. since you opened, just because of the importance of our friendship. But you know, I'm in the military too, so my life's kind of crazy. And now with this pandemic, but 
sometime shortly after, I'll come see you, man, and we can do one of these in person. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I'd yeah, love man. it. All right, man. So to all of my listeners, this guy is incredible, as you can hear. And one thing I'm glad that we touched on is everything that's going on in society right now and how we're all adapting to it. And I got to give you kudos, man, for reaching out to other people like us to be able to put some light on them because small businesses are not necessarily built to survive pandemics. <laughs> you know? Not at all. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, myself and my woman, we both are small business owners and we're doing everything we can to thrive. But, you know, just like you said, we just got to figure out what in the next couple of months, couple of years, the new normal is going to be. Yeah, it's, it's exactly right. All right, man. So you ready to get on the hot seat? Yes, sir. <laughs> so I got five questions. Five questions right. that I know you'll be able to answer. But <laughs> don't get nervous. Don't don't overthink it. Just give me the first thing that comes to mind. Are you All ready? Right. You ready? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Number one, favorite workout song. Favorite workout song. Yes, sir. Oh man. <laughs> on the hot on the hot seat for Let's sure. Go. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I'm a you know, I, I love music and I, I love all types of music. And uh, you know, it really it really depends on on uh, I guess the type of workout and everything, but I, I would the first thing that comes to mind just to kind of shoot it out there is for whom the bell tolls by Metallica. Oh man. Yeah, yeah it's yep. it's gotta be that's getting you know, if you let me marinate on this for a while, I'll probably even about four others, but <laughs> Yeah, man, no, yeah, I need that one. I need that absolute one that's gonna get you right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably the one that, that, that stands out the most. Yeah, it look, it's playing in my brain right now, dude. So yeah, that's 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 definitely a good one. All right. Yes, so sir. Question number two. This one should be easy. Favorite cheat meal. Oh man, I'm a burger connoisseur. So. <laughs> Not a connoisseur. <laughs> I, I, I will travel. I will travel Texas to go, you know, try a new hamburger that's got the reputation for being great. So okay, I'll. Uh, <laughs> All right. I, I, we actually we actually drove an hour yesterday to go have what I've considered the best burger that I've ever had. Uh, it's called a place called Honeybee Ham up in Conroe, where so, I'm from. Honeybee Ham. Yes, oh man, they have this jalapeno bread that is insane. What? Oh man, I, I uh, can black out and eat about three of them. Man, we probably could have did the whole show about this, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. If, if you come visit, Randy, if you come visit, Randy, we gotta we gotta go check it out. I'm down, man. For sure. I'm down for sure. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Okay, so jeez, man. Question number three: favorite exercise. We were we were you know. It, uh, a couple of friends and I were playing dominoes the other night. We were talking about that, you know, favorite, favorite exercise and least favorite exercises. And you know, it's a great question. Uh, and, and for me, uh, you know, it's, it's, there's so many, there's so many really, really good exercises, but uh, if I had to pick one, it's, it's kind of uh, unique and uh, a lot of people, it's super functional, but a lot of people may or may not, do this or know about this, but it's a, a unilateral uh, kettlebell or dumbbell uh, static walk where you oh, hold a, uh, 
Yeah, you hold a dumbbell over your head with yep. one arm. Yeah. And you walk, you can walk stationary, you can walk forward. And it's, you know, with the heavy enough dumbbell or kettlebell, uh, your center of gravity is thrown off. So you have to use your core to compensate, as well as you know, your shoulders, obviously, having to work, your hips, uh, your and your you know, coordination. It's, it's, it's a great, great movement. I love it a lot. You know, for, for those of us who don't have the luxury of having their own gym, <laughs> some of us, like, like myself, have to use the backyard. And, and me and my girl were just doing that the other day. And, you know, she made a couple of walks and she was like, oh, this ain't that bad. But that third one, no. She was like, uh-uh. <laughs> Take this from me right now. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that'll, that'll, that'll sneak up on you. Yeah, sure. man, that's a really good movement and really good functional exercise for sure. Exactly, exactly. All right. Question number four. This one's a little tougher. Okay. One okay. one piece of advice that you would give to someone pursuing a goal of any type. That's a great question. Uh, there's a there's a book that I read that I I, uh, I thought it was really really good read. Uh, I'm I'm not I'm not a big reader. My wife would tell you she's definitely the reader. of of the, the bunch of the, the crew, but there's a book that I read that I found was very powerful, incredibly motivating and inspirational. It helped me a lot called, uh, awaken the giant within by mm. Tony Robbins. Okay. And, and you know, it's, I'm not, I'm not a big, I'm not a big, uh, self-help guy. Uh, although I, I, I like to, to, to occasionally read or listen to it, you know, and, and, as a coach, it, it really helps me with all of my clients, but he said something in the book that, uh, that really, really good advice. I feel like it's basically saying that we associate everything with pleasure or pain. And if, if you're trying to, to reach a goal, whether it be bodybuilding or business or, or whatever it is, uh, you know, when it comes to doing the, the things that are going to help you become successful or not, you either associate pleasure or pain with them. So if it's, for example, for me, getting up at 4 a.m. to be over at Oak Fitness by 5 a.m. and I'm there all day, you know, if if in my mind, my self-talk is, oh, man, I, I got to get up again. I got to dread it. And I, I, I associate all this pleasure with going back to sleep, then I'm going to not do it. But if I associate enough pain with, okay, if I don't, I don't get up and go to work right now. I'm going to lose my business. I'm going to, you know, I, I associate as much pain and, you know, a lot of it's, you know, probably crazy self-talk, but if I associate enough pain with, with the idea of not doing what I'm supposed to do, then, you know, it becomes almost unbearable and you motivate yourself to do what you need to do. And it helps. It, it really does. Yeah. If if I didn't have to buy another one, I would drop this mic that I'm speaking into right now. <laughs> and that's powerful, powerful. And and for all yeah. of those uh, people who are listening, I'll 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 put the title of that book in the show notes as well, so you guys can check it out. Yeah, that's, that's a great book. That's deep stuff, man. I'm gonna have to check it out myself. Yeah, you should. It's a great read. Okay. And the final question is the easiest one there is. How can my audience get in contact with you if they want to? Uh, yeah, uh, they they can go on, uh, I guess, Instagram or Facebook, and 
uh, Instagram is is uh, and I, I don't even pull it up. I'm not, I got it. Yeah, uh, so my 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 personal uh, Instagram is Simon says underscore Oak Fitness, and then my uh, let's see here the the business is uh, Oak Oak Dash Fitness. Oh, wait, hold on, is, it, is Oak Dash Fitness? Oak Dot Fitness. Sorry, Randy. Oh no, you're good. You're good. Yeah, and then yeah, I mean. I, I, I'm, you know, I uh, email is, is Wes at Oak Dash Fitness as well, and yeah, I, I love helping people, man. I, I you know, I, I got into this to help people, and you know, it's it's a interesting, uh, it's an interesting thing being able to meet people and from all different walks of life and help them. Because what's cool is, you know, like I, I, I'm helping people, but you know, getting to know other people and, and getting to talk to people and it helps me too. So, you know, yeah, man. Kind of and, cool and, thing. and that's exactly why I came up with this idea for a podcast. And I've been talking to you about being on a podcast with me for a while. It's just so much stuff. Is yeah. Happening. And right. it's because, you know, doing what we do, especially you get to meet so many cool people, different experience, different philosophies. They're all right, you know, but they're just different. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, the power of what we're doing right now is perfect for what we're going through. You know, conversation is everything right now. And yeah, exactly. I just want to say thank you, man, for being willing to be on the show. You have a standing, standing reservation. Anytime you want to be on the show, you got it. Just let me know. And trust me, I'll be calling you back. <laughs> I appreciate it, Randy. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's great talking to you, brother. And I look forward to us linking up in person, man. It'd be great to catch up. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And uh, before we go, I want to give you a round of applause. Thank you, sir. <laughs> and to everybody who wants to get in contact with my boy, Mr. West Simon, I'll make sure that all of his info is in the show notes. And we out.